Hello and welcome to your Pilates audio session for today. My name's Julia and today we're doing the fifth in the series of the Pilates basic principles. What you'll need for today is a mat or a folded blanket as ever, maybe a cushion if you need a little bit of support, some space to move around and a little bit of time to yourself. Today we're going to do a little bit of work in lying and a little bit of work in side lying. So if you know when you're in side lying that you do need a bit of support for your head, then do have that nearby. So when you're ready now, I'd like you to bring yourselves down into lying on the mat, lying on your back. And as ever, just go through the motions of lying with your legs out straight, having a little bit of a wriggle around, having a little think about which parts of your body are in contact with the mat and the floor having to think about whether you're lying in a fairly straight line, we're not going to get the tape measure out, but if you're lying in a banana shape, then maybe bring yourself into a little bit more alignment, head, ribs, pelvis, legs. So your torso and your legs follow the same line. And then when you're ready, bending your knees, place your feet comfortably on the floor and play around with the position of your feet. Take them further away from the back of your hips, take them closer, take them wider, bring your feet together. And find a position where you feel the weight of your legs is balanced through, through the feet on the floor and through your lower back, the back of your pelvis on the mat. Ideally, we kind of look for that parallel position, but really it needs to suit your own body and how it feels through your feet, your ankles, your knees and your hips. Spend a moment just doing that little rocking of your pelvis, taking the weight from your waistband to your tailbone, feeling the difference that makes in the space and the rest of your spine and try to get that balanced position. It's always trying to find that position where you're not relaxed completely in that position. You're not braced and holding it with tension either. You're somewhere in the middle. And in that somewhere in the middle, we have your joints in a position where the muscles are working at a low level to hold you there. It's an active position to start the work from. A couple of easy breaths in and out, just reminding yourself of how it feels to draw that corset in around your middle. But it's important that you don't pull it in too tight. In pulling your abdominals in, we create tension in your abdominals, which also, of course, creates tension in your back. And what we want to create, which is your mantra, is support. So that awareness, it's almost like a dimmer switch. You can switch just that little drawing in a little bit. You can draw in a little bit more, but trying really just to be aware of a support system rather than actively pulling your abdominals in. And then when you're ready, I want you to raise both arms above your shoulders with your palms facing in towards each other. Look at the line of your wrists and your elbows. Just have them in a gentle bend as if you were holding a ball in your hands. And feel the lift and lower of your shoulder blades away from the mat and down into the mat. So you can feel where your arms connect through your armpits, in through the chest at the front and in through the back of your armpits to your upper back. And what we're going to do is a little bit of coordination. So we're going to take opposite arm and leg out to the side. The leg will open out in a knee drop position and the arm will open out towards the side, the opposite arm. And this is one of those exercises where you're going to have to think about it before you actually do it. Because I can't see you, of course. I don't know whether you're doing it right. And I'm the most uncoordinated person in the world. So it's easy for me to talk you through it. Not so easy for me to actually do it. 
So when you're ready, you're going to open one arm out to the side and take the opposite leg out from the hip to the side as well. So the weight will go on the outside of the foot. You're going to breathe in as you do that and breathe out as you bring the arm and leg back home. And then think about it before you do it, you're going to change sides. So it's opposite arm and leg. The leg opens out from the hip in a knee drop action as the leg, the weight goes onto the outside of that foot. Opposite arm opening out to the side in direct line with your collarbone. Keep your arm off the floor though. Breathe out and bring the arm and leg back. Now continue with that opposite arm and leg. The nuts and bolts of the exercise are opening the arm and leg out on the breath in, bringing it back on the breath out. But make the exercise a Pilates exercise by taking it deeper, thinking what's happening in your own body. So as the arm is going out to the side, try not to let the rib cage tilt over to that side. Keep it still. And as the leg goes out to the side, try not to let the pelvis tilt over to that side or the opposite leg to move. The other leg is staying where it is. So that we're just moving the leg and the hip and the arm connecting into the shoulder girdle. Now, when you're ready and you can get your head around what you're going to do, you're going to change that patterning to do same arm, same leg. And it's the same movement, a knee drop and an arm opening, but same arm and leg. So breathing in to open the arm and leg out, breathing out to bring them back and then changing sides. And again, think about the pull of the arm on the rib cage. Think about the pull of the leg from the hip on the pelvis and try to keep your torso, your rib cage, your pelvis, your head still. And they're still because you're not pulling in in your abdominals to keep them still. They're still because of a balance of only taking the arm and leg as far as they will go without the pelvis and the rib cage moving, but also just a gentle awareness of that corset support around your middle. We're not trying to challenge it at the moment. We're just trying to be aware of it. And we're going to change that patterning again. This time we're going to change it to opening out both arms and one leg. And if you imagine you have the TheraBand wrapped around the back of your shoulders, opening it out as the band lets go and drawing the arms back with a bit of a pull away from the floor. And again, we're breathing in to open, we're breathing out to come back. Has that opposite leg started to move around? Try to keep it still. Recognise the weight going through that foot. Think about your pelvic position. Think about where the weight's going through the parts of your body that are in contact with the mat. Now we're going to change that patterning one more time to do both arms and both legs. You saw that one coming. But this time we're going to allow some movement through the spine with the ribs and the pelvis. So as you open out both arms and open out both legs, you'll feel that your waistband is lifting away from the mat. The ribs lift up a little bit. Don't force that, just allow it to happen. With the breath in, expanding through the lower rib cage. Breathing out and that deep connection without pulling in, just drawing up gently into your abdominal wall as you bring the arms and the legs back. And one more time now, breathing in, let's open out the arms, open out the leg. And breathing out to bring everything back to start. Now, when you're ready, I'd like you to try that with your legs up in knee fold, just working a little bit harder. This is where you need to work with your own body. So if it's too hard to have both legs suspended in the air, then just do it with one leg. Obviously, you'll have to change legs. But see now if you can lift one foot off the floor, bringing the thigh bone above the hip joint, basically into your single knee fold position. And then with an awareness of the support, with an awareness of your waistband in contact with the mat, bring the second leg up. 
Spend a moment choosing whether you work with your knees bent. Try if you can to have your feet a little bit higher than your knees. It just makes the weight of your legs fall in through your hip joints and your pelvis a little bit more and takes that strain, that vulnerability off your back. Or you can work, of course, with the legs straight, maybe if you've done that before. Now go back to the patterning. Think about it before you do it, of doing opposite arm and leg, breathing in to open them out and breathing out to bring them back, changing sides with each one. And aware that not just the moving out, the moving back, try to time the movements with the breath, waiting for your breath in, waiting for your breath out. Think about what's happening through your ribs. Think about what's happening through your lower back, your pelvis. Think about what's happening through the leg that isn't moving. Try to keep it where it is. And then get your head round it before you do it to change that patterning to do same arm, same leg. It's actually quite challenging to do that. Keep your arm off the floor. Keep your torso still and steady. And then we're going to change when you're ready to do both arms and one leg. Now we're not going to do both arms and both legs with the legs up, not at this level, but just keep it to both arms and one leg for the moment. And feel that little bit stronger connection. You've got it there, but it isn't because, again, you're pulling your abdominals in. We're not going from naught to 100 and just creating tension. What we want to do is to feel the support. Be aware of when those muscles kick in to support us. And then when you've finished, draw your knees in towards your chest and take your feet back down upon the mat. Now, when you're ready, you're going to roll over onto your side. I don't mind which one. And I want you to line yourself up with the back of the mat. You can use a cushion underneath your head. But if you think about a line, the back of the mat and match the back of your head, the area between your shoulder blades and the back of the lower hip, all in a straight line. Now, to get your legs in the right position, I want you to bend your knees and your hips into a 90 degree position. So as if you were sitting on a, on a chair with your feet on the floor, that kind of shape through the legs. And then what I'd like you to do is to slide your thighs and your, well, the whole of your legs really, away from your torso a little bit. So your heels come in line with your tailbone. So now your legs form a triangle, the triangle being your thigh bone, your shin bone, and then an imaginary line between your heels and your tail. Some people find that they need some support underneath the hip to do this movement. And what we're going to do is just to open up the top hip. So when you're ready, you're going to breathe in and keeping your heels together, just lift the top knee away from the lower knee. Don't take it too far and breathe out to lower the knee back down again. Just think of that movement just happening in the hip joints. You might find that your pelvis wants to turn a little bit with the movement. You might find that your back starts to join in. I don't want you to force your back and your pelvis to stay still, but I want you to recognise how much you can lift the knee without the pelvis moving. Just be aware of that. It's not a case of trying to lift the leg as high as it will go. It's an awareness that when you just lift the leg a couple of inches away from the lower knee, then the pelvis doesn't move. But when you lift it higher, the pelvis has to move to accommodate that movement in the hip. So just go with the movement for the moment and do a couple more in your own time. Now, when you're ready, resting that top knee on the lower knee, I want you to raise the top arm now. Raise the top arm above your shoulder, turning your head if you want to. Take that arm just a little way behind you, but only as far as it will go where you can still see your thumb or your index finger. 
Think of the arm extending out from the collarbone so that the, the shoulder joint isn't pushing forward. It doesn't feel like the ball of your shoulder is pushing up towards your face. It feels like it's connected into the socket and into your upper back. Now we're going to bring that arm all the way forward. If you've got your lower arm straight out in front of you, the hands will touch and then you're going to open the arm again. And I'd like you to breathe in as you open the arm up and breathe out as you close the arm down. So it's the same movement that we did lying on your back. It's just a different feeling when you're lying on your side because the arm can go behind you and it can go further out in front of you. And again, notice that when the movement just happens at the shoulder and notice when the ribs and the spine start to move to create more of that rotation. Just be aware of that. Don't fix and keep anything still, but just be aware that when you take the arm further back and you're turning your head, you're not straining your neck, that there is some movement through the waist area as well. Just do a couple more in your own time. And then when you're ready, what we're going to do is combine those two movements and we're going to do it in, in opposition. So think about it again before you do it. And I'd start with the top arm slightly behind you. And as that arm comes forward, you're going to lift the top knee. So think about that before you do it. So you're bringing the top arm forward to touch the lower hand or the floor and lifting the top knee as you do that. And then as the top knee lowers to touch the lower knee, the arm goes back behind you. Okay, so again, you're going to breathe in to open the arm, knees together, breathe out to bring the arm forward and lift the top knee. And just keep going with that movement. And again, rather than fixing your ribs and fixing your pelvis, allow the movement to happen. You can feel that you can make the movement bigger when you take a turn in your body. Let it feel comfortable through your spine. Let it feel flowing through your spine, but let it always feel supported and controlled. That's your absolute key. And when you've done a couple more in your own time, I want you then to relax down and we're going to repeat that sequence on the other side. So you can either push yourself up into sitting and turn yourself round on the mat or you can go through lying on your back and rolling over onto the other side. So making what we've done in these uh, Pilates beginner sessions is we've made placement part of the exercise and it isn't that we're just slowing everything down and making it really boring. It's just that it's an awareness exercise. It's an awareness of where you place yourself and trying to bring yourself out of it so we can create some length in your spine, so we can create some space in your joints, so we can get those muscles working without you fixing and pulling them and squeezing them and tightening them and all those horrible words. So when you're lying on your other side, let's line yourself up with the back of the mat again. So lower shoulder, lower hip, the back of your head in line with the back of the mat. We have the lower arm stretched out in front of you and your head supported on a cushion. And we have the hips and knees bent at 90 as if you were sitting on a chair with your feet on the floor. That comfortable feeling. Some people find it's comfortable to put something between the knees as well. And then what we did is we slid the heels towards the back of the mat. So now we've got that triangle shape, the thigh bone, the shin bone, and an imaginary line between the back of your heels and your tailbone. Try to picture that kind of shape. And just lengthening the top part of the pelvis away from the waist. Don't push it, but just be aware of that sinking feeling you get into the lower part of your waist. 
Start with just the leg movement. And what we did is we took a breath in as we lifted the top knee away from the lower knee. And we took a breath out as we lowered it back down again. And we just had an awareness of how high the leg was lifting. Rather than pulling and pushing, just let the knee lift away. And imagine when the knee comes back down as if you're pressing it into a gentle resistance, like a little cushion there or a little bit of foam, a little bit of memory foam that you can actually create some pressure into. And notice when you just lift the knee a little way, the pelvis is able to stay still. When you lift the leg a little bit more, the pelvis starts to move. Just go with that. All we were looking for is balance and support rather than fixing. And when you've done a couple more in your own time, just that connection of the leg into the back of the hip, a connection into the pelvis, into the spine. Let the leg then rest for a moment and let's do the arm movements. So we lifted the top arm, we started to look towards your thumb or your index finger and we took that arm behind you. And what we did then is we let the arm come all the way forward until the hands touch. And then we took a breath in, opening the top arm and a breath out to lower the arm down. And then when you've got the nuts and bolts of the exercise, thinking about how it feels through the shoulder joint, think about the connection to the shoulder girdle, the collarbones at the front, the shoulder blade at the back, and that natural rotation of the spine, the natural turn of the ribs. Don't force it, just feel it and feel where the support is coming from. Feel the weight of the arm. Imagine you were holding something in your hand like a little bottle of water or the little weights that we use sometimes at the studio. And it's a nice feeling. It's a loosening feeling. It's a fluid feeling. And then the challenge comes, of course, when we put them both together. So get your head round it before you do it. And I'd start with the top arm open and lifted and behind you look towards that thumb and index finger. And you're going to lower the top arm as you lift the top knee. How fancy is that? And then as you lower the top knee, take the arm back behind you. Breathe in as you open out the arm and close the knees together. Breathe out as you bring the top arm forward and open the top knee. And just go with that motion. Don't force it. Think about what's happening through your ribs, the turn in your spine. Think about the support system. Again, you're not actively pulling your abdominals in, but there's an awareness of support as the leg lowers, as the arm opens and that opposition of movement away from the shoulder and the hip. And when you've done one more on each side, just rest for a moment. Now you're going to bring yourself back to where we started in lying, lying on your back with your knees bent and your feet on the floor. And just a little awareness through your body now and think about what we did right at the beginning of the session where you felt the difference between completely relaxing into the floor, just letting go, letting your legs flop out and then bracing yourself into a position. It'd feel like you're straight, stretching your arms out towards your feet. You're really bracing through your hips and pulling your tummy in. And then let's see if you can find a midway position where the weight is even through your feet. We've got some space between your lower back and the mat. Your arms feel like they're slightly active as you reach your fingers towards the end of your mat and your neck feels long and free. And that is what we're trying to achieve with all your Pilates is that movement without tension, that movement with support. I hope you enjoyed that session today. You get up when you're good and ready 
and I look forward to doing the next one with you very soon.